So I thought it was a big ask uh, putting a call into broadcaster Jenny Buckley to be on our podcast, seeing as she had literally just had her second baby a month before. But Jenny was delighted to get out of the house, as she said, um, and to show us her gorgeous little daughter, Bo. Now, this is the type of chat that I think mums who are in the early days of having a newborn will really appreciate. Uh, those amazing, exhausting and overwhelming weeks when you don't know if you're doing anything right or if you're doing everything right. So if you are in that space at the moment, if you're listening with the newborn hanging off your boob or you're dealing with reflux or bottle feeding, whatever it is, I really think you're going to be nodding along to a lot of what Jenny says. So have a listen. So today, I have two gorgeous girls right in front of me, not only the fabulous Jenny Buckley, who looks far too good considering you have birthed a human in recent weeks, but Bo McLean is here in the world. She's here, Jenny. Congratulations. Thank she you is so much. A picture of health. She's thriving. And she's only what age? She's five weeks today. <sighs> yeah. Do you know um, what? Like, you're in the thick of it. I am, yeah. But to be honest with you, I am on a high. I really am. I'm just so delighted with myself. I'm so happy that she's here. The pregnancy felt very, very long at the end mm. and it was quite tough. So I'm just, yeah, I'm really high in life at the moment. She's a little pet. She's it's actually true. really, really good. I mean, she wakes every during the night, every four hours. So it's not too bad. You know, I'm getting a bit of sleep. Yeah. And she's just she's good. She's gentle and she's quiet. She's very different than my other little girl, Jude. So, she's, so yeah. Jude is what age? Your first girl? Jude is six. Wow. And she's an amazing little girl. But she was always she was almost hyper when she was born. So I could go nowhere. She never stopped. She never stopped crying. And I was always, I suppose, a bit stressed with her. This is a very different experience. She's very, very calm. And I feel, I suppose I'm calmer That's around her. Say they say Because you're calmer. Yeah, it probably is. You know, you're second. You're, you know, I'm sure you're the same. You just, I just feel, I know what I'm doing in a sense, you know. Mm. I've forgotten a lot of it, but I feel I'm, I'm more in control, I suppose. Um, and... So tell me about the pregnancy and how it was different from Jude's then. Um, well, at the start it was similar because I was very sick on Jude at the start. And for the first three months I was, oh my God, the worst morning sickness ever. It was horrendous now. <sighs> so, so ill. And then I suppose the middle of the pregnancy, I felt great. But then towards the end, I had serious pressure. Um, and from week 30 onwards, I wasn't like walking was very difficult so that's why I got induced week 38 and because I literally I couldn't walk I was oh just going around I was mortified going oh god crossing the road and all of a sudden I'd be like oh you know that feeling the baby's going to come out it's actually going to fall out of me now <laughs> and what will I do yeah, yeah so anyway that was it I didn't it, it was fine with Jude in the end oh, can you hear her there that. she's a grunter face is going a bit red um, so you had two weeks to go what was happening then so, yes, do you know what? I might actually hold her while yes. I'm doing this. That's okay. Come here to me, my little chicken. Little monkey. I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at this. And she's not a small baby, but she looks so tiny to me. I know. Look at her. probably about nine pounds now. Look at that face. Look. Yes. So, with Jude, yeah, I. Um, it was on her due date, and that was fine like I mean it was a tough labor yeah um and it was probably I think about 30 hours but afterwards I was grand like Where I was able it? to 
get up and was working very quickly afterwards. I was. And did did I, you not take maternity leave? Well, I'm freelance. So, so you're still saying yes to... Yeah, and I had to. I suppose at the time I really had to say yes to the jobs. So I got a contract. I was doing um, ads for Dunn's stores. And I went back. I think she was five weeks, Jude was, when I went back. Yeah, which is really early. But it wasn't too taxing. It wasn't every day. So, so the know, nature of the work was... Yeah. yeah. It wasn't hardcore. Not five days a week, nine to five. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then with her, um, she... I wanted it to be natural. We had... I went in to Hollis Street on the Tuesday morning and I was induced. They used the gels and I thought, actually, you know, it's definitely going to happen today. It's great. It's going to be an apple one like Jude. <laughs> and all day we, they tried everything, even oxytocin, which is such a horrible drug. Oh, I hate it. But um, it just didn't happen. You know, she just wouldn't come out. She was right there, ready to go. And she'd been right there for a while. But yeah, it ended up in a C-section. Aww. So... I have to say the recovery between a C-section for me and a natural birth, oh my God, the difference is unbelievable. It floored me. It absolutely floored me. It really did. Now, I did have um, a hemorrhage as well while, you know, during the C-section, which didn't help for my energy levels. I was just Mm. so wrecked. But what I found was the worst, like the night after having her, I'm lying there in the bed and I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up. She was crying. And I'm going, I can't actually go over to my baby. This is horrendous. So you're there kind of waiting for a midwife. Yeah, to oh, ringing no. the bell for the nurses to come, who were amazing in Hollister, by the way. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. God, they were great. Um, but I found it very, very difficult. Yeah. And what about um, feeding? Um, were you trying to breastfeed her yes. yourself even when you've just, like, yeah. are you out of recovery? I mean, like... That what? was it, yeah. Actually, I went to ask, I meant to ask Gareth, my husband, that because it's all still a blur. I was it's just it. so out of it, I suppose, with the amount of drugs that are, you know, there's morphine, there's the epidural, everything. Um, but I did try and feed her. Yeah, I, I started feeding her myself. They gave her little top-ups in there and with formula. But... Um, I fed her myself and afterwards it was very difficult. The boobs were so sore, like, oh, and my milk didn't come in for ages. There was a difference between um, feeding her and feeding Jude. My milk was in straight away and it took a few days. And actually, I think I went a bit crazy with the whole breastfeeding thing as well. I really mm. wanted to breastfeed. The milk wasn't coming on. I was trying all the time. When we went home, so I was five days in hospital, came home, and I remember my first night, I said, I'm going to go up for a little sleep. And when I came back down, I must have slept for a few hours and Gareth realised how exhausted I was. He had given her a top-up of formula. And I went bananas. It was like he'd given the child poison. She was crying. She needed to be fed. I didn't really have enough milk. And I just lost I it. Like, I was going, who is this person? That would never be me. But it's amazing yeah. how it all, like, you just hormones, you just feel actually a little bit crazy I well know. I did anyway you know? know so many of us beat ourselves up yeah. about that as well making that first bottle like that I thought yeah. I might as well be giving my child poison yeah. and it's not it it's doesn't not, make a difference it doesn't it like, doesn't seriously give yourself a break exactly you know? honestly yeah. they'll all, they all do well you yeah. know look at her so I'm uh, I'm feeding myself and I'm also topping up yes because she needed it she actually wasn't gaining weight after the first week she went down you know the way they're supposed mm. to yeah they can lose um, about 10% I think of their oh first my weight, goodness they? there's a bit of is you were thinking that me. It wasn't me, by the way. That was the baby. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Um, and then, oh. 
so you bring home baby. What did you say? Little, yeah. Oh, so she was six. delighted. Was yeah. she? And she was okay. so excited during the pregnancy. You know, every day she'd say, I love you to the bump. I can't wait to see you. And how? And when is the baby coming? And then the absolute joy when she came into the hospital to see me with the baby. I've never seen anything like it. She was just elated. And the same thing. But the only thing was with me, I had to contain myself because she just wouldn't stop touching her and she still doesn't stop you know she's constantly going over putting the fingers in the mouth and touching her and I'm going stop sneezing now you're sneezing now you're touching the baby ah but you just kind of have to let them be as well you yeah know, you really do but she's just she's so in love and did you do that thing of like baby had a present ready for Jude yes okay. yeah one of those American dolls all the kids oh, yeah right. so she was thrilled with herself okay yeah and did you... her nappies on her as well <laughs> yeah and did you tell her early on in your pregnancy like you know the way obviously nine months can feel like a long time to a mum yeah uh, did you tell her did you tell Jude early on that you're going to be having a baby soon when or? I was three months okay I told her okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got through the worst of everything we knew yeah. that it was all going to be okay yeah, yeah we told her and oh my god she just went bananas with excitement and we have a video of it and it's very special she was just so happy and was it important for you to give Jude a sibling do you know what at the uh, it's a difficult one because um, it wasn't very straightforward for me after having Jude I always wanted I wanted a few kids but then it just didn't happen I had a good few miscarriages oh god yeah and then I just had resigned myself to the fact well it probably won't happen and we love this child so much and who cares you know she's healthy she's great but it's other people's perspective on it that really kind of freaked me out like family members would say oh, she need, you need to give her a brother or sister she has to have a sibling and I'd look at her and go well she's so happy and everyone says that she's a great little girl you know really is there a need but it's only now that I see it I don't think there is a need but it's just for me I feel complete now yeah. do you know yeah did that hurt when people see I would never now ask a woman if you know if she was with the partner a long time or if they got married I would never ask about family like were they yeah. planning a family now like I mean in terms of the job you sort of have to ask the token, would you like it? And I hate asking it because it's such a private matter. Did you ever find yourself quite hurt? Well, actually, you go, actually you've no idea what's going on what in my private life. What upset me, I remember once, like working in media, mm. um, a journalist came over to me and I just had another miscarriage. And they said, so what's the story? Any, you know, any babies on the way? You've no, there's no sign of a baby or would you like to have a brother or sister for Jude? And I remember going, oh my yeah. God, you've no idea. And I didn't say anything. And I never really publicised it. I never really said to anyone, oh no, I've had miscarriages. Because I was just, I suppose it's, it's a private thing, mm. you know, for me mm. anyway. Um, but now... Anyway, now I'm just so happy. Yeah, so happy. absolutely. And she is just gorgeous She's and giving perfect. Me a smile there. <laughs> <laughs> is it wind or is it a little <laughs> smile? Um, and for people who find themselves in that circumstance, can you give advice to anyone who's there feeling like there's no hope? And, and also, I think it's common that you can have a baby perfectly and then it could take years for the second one That's to come along. so true, yeah. Um, I suppose there is always hope mm. and that's the thing mm. and for me I I actually was going to go down the IVF route and that's would what we were thinking I would have yeah um, it was very interesting last year this came about by chance we watched oh, oh my goodness you are so oh. windy you really <laughs> are Paul McLean um, we watched a DVD called 
What's the Health? Is it uh, What the Health? Yeah. yeah. On Netflix. Or, sorry, we watched um, What the Health on Netflix. And in it was just about how dairy can really affect you and meat and everything. And it had such an impact on us that we decided, both myself and Gareth, that we'd change our diet. And I went off dairy and went off meat. Now, for about four months or so. In like I'd, We'd been trying for a baby for quite a long time before that and nothing had happened. Anyway, in that time, I decided to book an appointment with, I think, Neil Fertility. They're out in Beacon, and they have a natural approach to fertility. So it was before the next step of IVF, what do we do? And I got a date for the 9th of August. And just before the 9th of August, I found out I was pregnant, naturally. And I was absolutely thrilled. And I still went to Neofertility anyway, just to, you know, because I told them I'd had numerous miscarriages and they said, come in anyway. And speaking to one of the doctors in there, he said, "Uh, dairy is a killer when women are trying to conceive, especially if you've had a few miscarriages. And I said, that's bizarre because I've been off dairy for probably about four months at that stage. So I don't know. I mean, I really haven't looked into the facts that much, but I feel like it was a real help for me, changing my diet. And I was very fit at the time as well. Like last year, I'd taken, you know, time out of work. I'd Mm. really focused on wellness, I suppose, and getting as fit as I possibly could and changing the diet. All those factors definitely helped, I think. Oh, my goodness. That was a big one. Jenny Buckley. You're putting that on bow now. I don't know who that came out of. It could have been me, actually, in fact. Oh, my God. Oh, this is hilarious. Oh, God. You're so cute. Your first experience of broadcasting is flatulence. I love it. Oh, she's going to be huge on the airwaves. Oh, literally. Oh, goodness me. So, um, you told me when you're walking in the front door, this is the happiest you've ever been. And you can tell, you're actually glowing. Like for someone who should look like they've been in a fight and knocked over by a bus, you look great. Well, can I tell you now, this is, oh, but, but, um, when I went in to have, though, the day I was being induced, I was looking as well as I possibly could look. I had loads of false tan. I looked great. The makeup was done. You sound like Kate Middleton. No, I really, I, I was looking great, okay? And a nurse came up to me actually in the ward and she said, I just want to tell you how glamorous you look. And I said, thanks a million. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Delighted with myself. Anyway, I went in, full day of labour and then the C-section and I looked like roadkill oh, afterwards. And I am kid you not, I look so bad that that nurse didn't recognize me the next day when I went up Are to you her. Yeah. So really, you never know. And when I think of Kate Middleton, she's yeah. coming out. I mean, she was very lucky, really. She what is your very... sense on that? Yeah, because, like, oh. you know, a couple of my friends were like, God, she looks great. Another one's like, oh, I think it's dangerous, you know, that women think they have to measure up to that. But we're not princesses. No, we're not. Mm. And there's a lot of help. But I think she must have a very strong mind. She must have done hypnobirthing or something. There was no drugs involved. She couldn't have had an epidural because you can't walk. And... She, it must have been an easy experience for her. It would have had to have been. Because and it can be that way for yeah, some women. Yeah, and I know some women have yeah. been. But I do think it can be dangerous as well because the majority of us don't have that easy experience, mm. you know. So, But I think in terms of trying to compare your experience to Kate Middleton like oh, yeah. we don't compare our day <laughs> no. to day like, no you just she, can't do you know what I mean she's just not can't. taking a frozen pizza in the oven and exactly. hoping for the best yeah. to be her family do you know what <laughs> I, I mean so I think we can't compare ourselves on any level no you can't even you know post birth or whatever there. but of course you still compare yourself no matter what yeah. like you still do you I know? do think she's uh, she's made of strong stuff though oh, but I yeah. think she knew that even entering into that institution absolutely that she was gonna this was gonna be yeah. the gig yeah 
I think Gosh. Megan will be a different kettlefish altogether. Yeah, it'll be will. interesting. Yeah. You're so natural. Um, obviously, you've forgotten nothing from having the first baby. Ah, uh, it's... It's really, kicked back in. It, it does kick back in very, very quickly, you know. But then I suppose it's the sleep deprivation. I honestly, I forgot about that. I was going, God almighty. And then a few days into it. And also the effect it can have on your relationship. Like I'd say myself and Gar are pretty solid. But then we start going, um, how many hours sleep did you have last night? Sorry. And you've been out and you were at a, a lunch. And um, you've been, you know, even if it's work or whatever. I'm, yeah, it's I'm hard not it to score points, yeah. isn't it? And to go yeah. log what you've done compared to oh, what I, they've logged. logged. It's all logged in my room. <laughs> but he, like, I mean, I think sometimes, and that's just the reality of it, life goes on for your partner. And that's just the way it is, you know? But I mean, I so, wouldn't change so, it for the world. Because, um, uh, you know, they talk about the fourth trimester and I think yeah. there's a lot of truth in yeah. that. Like the first three months after the baby, I mean, it might as well be part of the pregnancy. You Absolutely. know, it's so intense and it is different yeah. for the partner looking on. Yeah. You find that, do you? Because they, they, like John sailed off to work like as soon as I got home from the hospital. I was like, where the hell are you going? But that's it. And that's exactly what happened. And after a C-section, you can't drive. So I felt yes. like the walls are closing in on me. Oh my God. And there he is having the time of his life, even though he's working. I know there was one night where he went to an award ceremony and he's in a tux going out the door and he looked fantastic. And I'm in my pajamas, my maternity pajamas and I'm covered in puke. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, seriously, you know? Yeah. But uh, hopefully we'll find that, you know, happy ground. You do. Way, yeah. You, know? you find your new yeah. normal. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. It's a good phrase. New normal. And, um, are, are you the type of mom that is like, okay, there has to be a good routine. I'm going to feed every three to four hours. Are you go with the flow? Like, or, well, are you I think I might around? be more relaxed with Bo because with Jude, I used, what's it? Oh, Gina uh, Forbes. Gina no, Ford. No, Gina Ford. Gina Ford. Yeah. I didn't I used, even buy the book. Okay. I did. And actually, I got her in a very good routine very early on, but I, I don't know where the book is, so I might just leave it and see how... We seem to have a little bit of a routine. It's very early to say, though, very, five they're weeks. They're very unpredictable. Very yeah, I'll come back in a month and be like, oh, <laughs> my God, look. Um, so, yeah, but she seems to be just easy at the moment. Don't want to great. Yeah. Um, where did you get the name, though? I love it. Do you know what? We found it very difficult to come up with a name and any name I came up with, Gareth's like, no, no, no. <sighs> So, I don't know, I um, was reading an article one day about a little girl in England and her name was Bo and I just said, God, Bo is lovely, isn't it? Because it's, it's just sweet, it's you know, sweet it's name. not pretentious, there's nothing, you know, it's just, yeah, that's it. And the only thing was, my sister-in-law said to me, Bo, that's a lovely name, but in school, will they not go B-O, B-O? <laughs> I go, no, I hope not. Anyway, you do that with everything, you think, oh God, what nickname can yeah, that be made into? Yeah, yeah I know. But hopefully, yeah. We'll bypass that and they'll just think it's lovely names, you know. Um, and then um, you are freelance still. Yes. So how do you, how are you going to even think is work just parked now forever? No, it's not. Forever, not forever, I shouldn't say forever, but like you talked about going back quite soon with Jude yeah. and saying yes to some, some jobs. Yeah. Where are you um, at in I shouldn't even ask. I am in a very lucky uh, situation. My mother lives five minutes up the road from me and is just my support. She's fantastic. She's absolutely amazing and has helped us with Jude a lot along the way. So she has said to me, if anything comes up, that she'll be there as well. Now we are looking for an au pair. Okay. Yeah, so we've got that to go through. But at the moment, I might take a job if it's, you know, a few hours a week 
in two weeks time who knows yeah. you know yeah. if it's easy and my mom is there able to come into the house and it's not too taxing then I'll do because your voice is on everything Jenny Buckley oh, no. I'm in the car going there she's again there she's again there she's again that's another paycheck fair play to her <laughs> well it's great and yeah. I'm very I'm just so lucky to have the voice yeah. overs, you know and yeah. it's the bread and butter work and, and and it's easy and I love the clients I work with so yeah what were you like going back now uh before you had Jude how would you describe yourself back then what year was that 2012 2011 yeah yeah um what was that Jenny like were you god it's interesting to even think about that you know I was um you're married a little while at that stage I I married uh god 11 years now yeah long time married (laughs) I suppose I just loved going out I had a great social life um Thursday night, Friday night, whatever. We went out a lot, you know. And I was very selfish. I really was. I suppose we only had, you know, I only had myself to think about. Um, and loved going away. Travelled a lot as well. So, yeah, um, I'm completely different now. <laughs> it's mad. Um, because I suppose even going out, I did go out last Friday night. And um, I had a glass of wine. And I really felt it the next day. So funny, yeah. It's just not on my radar at the moment. Like, I will, if anything comes up, I'll probably say yes to it. But I'm very happy with my home life. Yeah. I really am, you know. And I'm, I'm just, we've also just moved house. So I suppose we're settling into the house, the new baby. I just feel very, very fortunate. That very it's content. Just all come together, yeah. Tell me about meeting Gareth. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I was working in a restaurant up in Hoth. And I was working with Gareth's sister, Suzanne. A beautiful restaurant called Aqua, just on the water there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really nice. And, oh, we had such a brilliant time back then. And I was going out with somebody, and Gareth was going out with a girl from the States who was actually a model, by the way. No personality, though. (laughs) None. (laughs) I hope he doesn't hear this. um, Men would never listen this far into the podcast about babies. Definitely (laughs) not. If we turned turned off. Um, So... Yeah, um, Suzanne wanted myself and Garrett to get together. I was mm. going out with this guy. He was going out. With we managed. We split up on the same day. It was bizarre. Weird. And we went up to the local pub up to the summit. Garrett's from Sutton. I'm from Hoth originally. And we met that night and we started chatting and we were with each other since that very night, which is mad. Which is wow. probably about 15 years ago now, maybe 16. Yeah. And where did you get married? Got married in Spain. Like you got married in Spain, didn't you? Uh, uh, Sicily. Couldn't Sicily, even yeah. think of the country <laughs> there. <laughs> we got married foggy. in uh, Marbella because we used to holiday there a lot. His parents had a place there and we'd go there every summer. So we decided to have our wedding there, which was amazing. Got married in the old town and then in a restaurant up the road. And it was just fab. It was so lovely. Yeah. Did you talk about having kids before you got married? We Yeah, we did. Yeah, we always wanted to have kids. So you're on the same page? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And Garrett loves kids. He just... And his, he's one of five, and uh, there's lots of grandchildren his side, you know, so that's all he ever wanted. So he's very, very happy now. He really is. Do you see a different side of him now that you see him as a father? Yeah, I do. I suppose I, I know it's a bit corny, but I love him a bit more, you know? I really do, seeing how good he is with the girls and, you know, that gentle approach as well. I wish he had it with me. It would be great. <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah, I definitely see a different side. Um, it's a, I could talk to you and talk to you and talk to you and talk to you, but I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I've been asking other contributors um, to our podcast. 
Um, oh, one other thing. Any baby blues? Do you know the way that kind of kicks in third yeah, day? Yeah, I did. Actually, and it was day three with me. I started to cry and I couldn't stop. Mm. And I didn't. And actually, it was my obstetrician came in. And she's like, "It's day three. That's what it is." Mm. I felt so overwhelmed. Mm. Didn't even, I just couldn't control my emotions? That's mm. what it was. I suppose it was everything kicking in, you know, and the milk wasn't coming and all of that. Mm. So yeah, I was really, really down that day. One thing I found interesting was when the public health nurse came and she was like, "Are you feeling blue? Do you have any feelings like this? Do you have any feel-? And I was like, "Wow!" Like they are really, I mean, they're trying to look out for signs of postnatal depression yeah. from the get go. Did yeah. you ever feel yourself? You didn't feel that you were getting too blue that it was more than like just no, day three kind of stuff. I just didn't feeling of being overwhelmed. Yeah, actually, I, which I need to watch as well. I just feel quite high at the moment because I'm so happy but I know that you, ha- you have to watch that as well but I just feel this level of oh so I know I could crash and burn so I have to be mindful of that as well you well, know that's interesting yeah. I wouldn't even have thought of that yeah I do feel very very high yeah gosh okay um so as parents we are all from winging it mm. um making it up as we go along is there a lesson that your girls have taught you obviously it's early days for Bo but Jude has she taught you anything um, about yourself I suppose it's about appreciating the little things in life, you know. And just even on Sunday, the sun was shining. We were all sitting out in the garden and just looking around going, this is what it's all about. Nothing else matters. To me, anyway, it really is. It is the simple things, you know. And also patience. They teach you to have patience. Like, I would not be a patient person, but now I have to be. Especially when you're trying to feed and you have to be somewhere. Well, the child needs to feed and that's it. So I have to be patient. Love it, love it. Um, if you could talk to the new mum that you were before you had Jude or in those early days of coming home with Jude in the hospital, what would you tell her? I'd say just relax, seriously, relax. It'll all work itself out. Don't obsess about the breastfeeding, seriously. Mm. And just try and be a bit more relaxed, you know? Mm. Totally. Yeah. I think it's only when you look back you realise how anxious or maybe oh worried God, you were and nervous yeah. you were. They're so tiny and they're just depending on you to keep them alive. That's the reality, you know? Yeah. Even just checking to make sure they're still breathing, all yeah. of that kind of thing, you know? Oh, It kind of doesn't yeah. leave you that one. Um, being a mom has made me... Fill in the blank, please. Dot, dot, dot. Being a mom has made me a happier person and full stop finish like it really has... It has made me who I am now. I just feel complete. And it sounds, I know, over the top, but I really, I I haven't felt this content in a long, long time. Just delighted with myself. Well, it is brilliant to see you looking so happy. It's brilliant to see both. Thank you so much for being me all emotional. I know. (laughs) Listen, you know, this is what these guys do to us. Um, She's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you so much. I'm so happy she's here, safe and sound. And it's been brilliant to meet both of you today. Thank you. We look forward to your little arrival. A little friend very soon. (laughs) Oh, God. 